I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to They Talk A Good Game. This is the final episode of Predictions Week. We have some of our big predictions out the way, but we have not touched on the Dally M's. And that is what we will be doing today. My name is Harvey, joined as ever by Lockie. Hello. Yes, it's uh, it feels like it's it's an interesting one. The Dally M predictions. It's like you got to judge who's going to make the most points in the NRL's twisted Dally M point scoring system. And on NRL's night of nights, red red carpet, glamour, glitz. Yep. But we're not talking about who's going to be best dressed. We're not talking about whose whose partner is going to be serving all the looks. We're not talking about. Who's getting pissed at the bar? We're just talking footy. We're talking Dally M winners. The winners, positions, <laughs> captain, coach, rookie, and the overall gong. Let's <laughs> 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 love it. The gong. Um, I think we should just get straight into it because I'm keen to hear what your thoughts are. I'm keen to hear what your thoughts are. What a coincidence. Well, that is a this, co- that's why this podcast works, isn't it? Because we're keen to hear what our opinions are. <laughs> Imagine if we weren't and, <laughs> and we course, just talked about ourselves. I know. We are always keen to hear what the fans think too. Let us yes. know who your Dally M predictions are, what positions, who's going to win them. We know that the NRL does two players for like centre, winger, second row, prop, things like that. But we're just picking one. We're just picking who's whoever. the one. Honestly, I'm not even thinking about the point system, 3-2-1, man of the match type of thing. No. I've just gone who's for... Who's going to have the best year? Who's going to have the best year out of all the positions? That's yeah, it's my, the only way to do it. Yeah. So my strategy, let's see if it pays off. Let's see if it pays off. Where should we start? Fullback? Yeah. Ooh, I'm wondering if we should do that thing we did last year where we said the name at the same time. Yes, That's very fun, isn't it? Yes, we should. It's, yeah, okay. <laughs> well, I'm going to count us positions. in. Fullback, count us Three, in. Three, two, one. Tom, Tom Trebojevic. just has to be, doesn't it? If, it he's, yeah. if he's not injured, he'll be the best player out there. And I know I just said I'm not focusing on the... Dally M ratings, three, two, one, match, man of the match stuff. But if Manly are winning, if Manly are up there this year, Tommy's going to be racking in the points, not just on the pitch, but for the Dally M as well. Yeah. I mean, come on. He's got to be the best fullback. Teddy would be some competition, I think. Other yeah. than that, I think it's... Uh, my boy Ryan Pappenhausen's always True. always up there with him. True. I like him. But uh, I'm, I'm glad you agree. I've agreed. Yeah, I've, it's undeniable. Like he's the reigning champion. He had he scored more Dalian points last year than anyone ever has ever. And he had despite like, missing so much of the season. He nearly had four try involvements a game. Yeah, he's like, ridiculous. It, and so you have to assume he has to be the favorite, and it'd be silly to predict against him at this point. So yeah, I agree. Well, that's an easy one. Done easy and dusted. One. Done and dusted. I don't think we'll agree from here on out. Let's have. Let's see. All right, winger, three. Two, one. Xavier, Xavier Coates. Coates. No way. Yeah. Yep. Complete agreement. He's already such a talented winger for what is, he's only really played in a struggling Broncos side. Now he's on the end of Storm Ball. Yeah. 
Like, how good is that? I th- I'm in total agreement. It's, and, you it's, know, when I was first doing my predictions, I wrote down Josh Adokar first, and then mm. I thought, he's not on the end of Storm Ball anymore. Not anymore. No. Bulldog Ball. Bulldog Ball. Not quite the same. No. <laughs> I think that you're totally right. He's such a naturally gifted player. He's athleticism. He's, he's a natural winger, and he just has all the ability in the world, coupled with the support and the Storm culture. We know players go to the Storm and get better, and... If he does, I think he's up there already when he was in a struggling side with the best wingers in the game. Being in one of the best sides in the game, he's only going to get more and more impressive. And I think he'll end the year as the standout best winger in the game. One, uh, once again, one of the weird decisions that the Broncos made to get to, to allow him to go. A Broncos junior, loves the Broncos, a Queensland player, great for fans to get behind. And an absolute weapon, like just a freak of a human. He's tall, he's strong, he's so fast. So yeah, yeah got him there. Well, let's see if we can go through this whole thing and not have any conflicts. All right. Centre. Three, Three, two, two one. one. Val Joey Holmes. Manu. Val Holmes. Yeah. Wow. I think this is a bit bold. Joey Manu obviously is a very, very strong centre. I just think that the Val Holmes move is going to pay dividends. I think he's going to have a bit less responsibility on him. He'll be able to inject himself throughout the year. Defensively, I think there'll be an improved side. And I just think he'll get his hands on the ball a bit more out on the edge. And he can go looking for it. I just think he can return to some of his best form. And if he gets close, he's a shoo-in for centre of the year. But Joey Manu can't knock him. Yeah, no, I, well, yeah. I, once again, I think he's, yep, I'll say it, the best centre in the competition. Uh, on paper, just in general, based on overall form the last few years, in my opinion, he's the best the best centre in the comp. Um, and yeah, I just couldn't think of anyone who I I can who I can think will have a better year than him. No, I think Val Holmes or anyone else is going to have to play to their best ability. Yeah. to take the crown from Joey Manu as that the best player at centre in the comp at the moment. Mm. And I think Joey Manu can get away with having a consistent year and claiming the title. Maybe he'll end up moving position a bit. I think, obviously, the spine at the Roosters is pretty settled. But yeah. I reckon any injury to the any halves injury, or fullback. He can go 5'8". And he, can he play spends fullback. some time there. Over um, Origin, he'll do a bit of that. But that's not sure. going to affect that, that, his Dalian. Yeah, I don't think it'll affect his positioning come the end of the year. No. So, there you go. That's our first conflict. I like that, Val Holmes. You're really thinking outside the box there. Got to. That's if it even sticks at centre. They could yeah. end up putting After it back two at weeks, fullback. Yeah. It's back at fullback. You never know. Your whole predict you look like a silly, silly boy. <laughs> you will look like a Todd Payton will completely pull your pants down. I'll be on the phone <laughs> to Todd if he ends up moving him. We'll have to get soon. him on the pod. That's right. He'll have to explain himself. <laughs> we can get him to change his name out of honour of coming on our podcast from Todd Payton. To Pod Payton? <laughs> to Pod Tayton. Just <laughs> <laughs> change the word. <laughs> pod Tayton. Excellent. Todd is short for Toddcast, so <laughs> podcast. We'd call it a very special Toddcast. I think that's what we'd call it. Oh, anyway, excellent. so much promise. If, if anybody's only... got a mate called Todd just that wants to come yeah. on so we can use that anyway, let us know. <laughs> okay. Five-eighth. Five-eighth. I, oh, I was about to say who I've got. No. Oh God, what am I doing? Too quick. Three, two, one. Luke Cameron Keary. Munster. All right. Mm. There you go. Munster. So you see Luke Keary getting in the full year, no injuries. I do. I think... His combination with Walker is going to come a long way as well. I think he'll be freed up to play some of his best footy and 
obviously there's a lot of weight on his shoulders in terms of being the dominant playmaker or the senior playmaker in that side. But he's got a great supporting cast around mm. him. And I coming off the year of injury, I almost think the pressure's off him a little bit because if he has a slow start, there's good reasons why. But I think he could just hit the ground running. And he's an instinctive player when he's playing at his best. And, yeah, I see the Roosters being a successful side this year. They'll be mm. scoring lots of points. And I'm sure he'll have lots to do with it. Yeah, I don't. I don't, can't really argue with you. I, I see the Roosters doing very well this year, as you'll know, if you've listened to any of our other Predictions Week podcasts. And I see Luke Curry being a big part of that. I just got Cameron Munster there, pipping him. Um, two words. Booze ban. He's on a booze ban Mm. uh, this year after the controversy uh, with him and Brandon Smith at the end of last year. Last year, I was a bit disappointed in Munster. I don't think he was one of Melbourne's top three, even four uh, players where usually he'd be right up there, ready to fill the spot of the big three. I thought Hughes was the dominant half last year. But I think, you know, and then it all kind of came to a head at the end and I think that was telling. Whereas now... Booze ban. I think his mind is on footy. I think he, he was looking good in the trials. I, I think he's going to be fit. He's going to be fast. He's going to be working those combinations with Ryan Pappen. I totally agree. I think he's in for a big year. I think we'll see a better side of him this year than what we got last year. Mm. Um, I think he's recognised that as well. But the point that you made there, Jerome Hughes really stood up last year. He came on leaps and bounds. And if Nico Hines wasn't, as impressive as he was, I think we would have been talking a lot more about Hughes and his role in the side. Uh, he's just playing so much more first receiver, controlling that that game. And he's evolved so much. He's another player who, under Bellamy, has just become a, a stalwart at the side. And mm. I just wonder whether Munster, even if he's playing his better footy, is going to have as much demand and over the ball, and whether he'll get those chances because... They're threats across the park. Pappenhausen, obviously, out back can yeah. command the ball too and make the most of opportunities. So, yeah, I think Munster's in for a good year. Is he in for a Dally M five-eighth of the year? Yes. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Halfback. Yeah. Uh, let's see how this one goes. Three, Three two, two, one. Daily Cherry Cleary. Okay, I thought we were going to go the same there. I think I thought it was pretty clear cut, but that's all right. You've gone daily. Obviously, you've let bias get the better of you once again, and that's all right. I, I'll allow it. I admit it. I let bias get the better of me. Unfortunately, there's even with bias, there's no chance of Tigers making any of these <laughs> awards. I wouldn't think so. Um, you know, I'll allow I'll allow you to to use your bias. Well, I just think, as I've said in other predictions episodes, that DCE is in for his best year. I think he is so key to that side. He runs the entire show. He's the leader of the team. He's just... I think he's just in for his best year. And yes, Nathan Cleary is an excellent player. Maybe he's a better halfback overall and in terms of his value to the side. But I think that Penrith are going to struggle more. And I think... Manly are going to have a better year, just as a team. I think Penrith struggling a bit more works into my theory of Cleary being halfback of the year because I think that he... I, I don't think Cleary will drop. I think there might be players around him who may drop a little yeah. bit. I don't think Cleary will drop, and I think he'll be commanding the points in the tally. It's a very good point. Each and every week. Yeah, for sure. So Trey Evans is battling with Tom Triple Image. 
Anyway, that's I obviously know. not how we're meant to think about this. No, no. But we're meant I, to say I, who's going to have a good year. Yeah, look, if I was picking an Australian side tomorrow, I'd probably have Nathan there over DCE. But over the course of a season, we've touched on that DCE's... We should do an episode where we just pick, like, if you had to pick an Australian side tomorrow. Oh, for sure. Who is it? Yeah. Mm. Um, but I just think DCE will look after his body. Clear, he's coming off a shoulder reconstruction. Obviously, he's had all of off-season to get that into tip-top shape and throughout the season as well. But whether he's going to be rested, he'll be playing Origin. DCE will be as well, but... I don't know. I just think DCE is going to lift. I think there are questions over his origin place, his Australian place, and I think he'll respond. So that's where my bias and my logic <laughs> combine. They combine. <laughs> the powers that combine. That's it. That's it. To create a podcast-worthy opinion. That's what it takes. <laughs> it's bias plus logic. Excellent. There you go. Excellent. Lock. Yeah. You ready? Three, Three, two, two one. Tino Victor Radley. Radley. I had Tino until I sort of changed because <laughs> I decided that Victor is, a, as I said once again in the last podcast, I've decided that Victor is the new leader of the Roosters forward pack. Yep. Boyd Corden is gone. Victor is the leader. And I think he's going to be victorious Beautiful. come Dally M season, getting yep. that lock position. I think so. I think my reasoning for Tino is I just think Titans are going to have a massive year. Captaincy, I think, is actually going to improve his ability on the pitch. I think he'll embrace the responsibility rather than shy away from it. Mm. I don't think they would have given it to him if they didn't think that he would rise to the challenge. No. Um, because it's a lot of pressure for a young player. And, yeah, there are some experienced players in and around him, but I think he'll be big minutes. I think he'll be as damaging as ever. And I just can see the Titans really rolling over a number of sides with their forward pack and the way they're going to organise their back line this year. Um, I just I just love watching him play. That's, a, that's another reason. And Victor too, to be fair. Mm. All the locks in the game at the moment are, are some of the most exciting players. And Definitely. there's a number of them that would be in contention for this. Yeah, it's a, it's a, hev- it's a con- heavily contested category, I think. Cameron Murray is someone right there. Brandon Smith might be seeing a little bit of lock. Yeah, um, I think Jake Trevojevic, bias coming through, but yeah. if he has his best year, he's in the conversation. Cameron McGuinness for the Sharks. Yeah, you've got Jason Tamalolo, who's been mm. you know, out of form for a couple of years, but there's no reason why he can't get back to his best efforts. So, yeah, yeah it's a tough one, but it's interesting we've gone different ways. It is interesting. Second rower, you ready? Three, two, one. Angus Kreiter. <laughs> what? Yeah, I've gone for your man, Josh Schuster. Say it again. Josh Schuster. To win second row. Player to win of the second row of the year. He I love a, it. He had, a, he had a breakout first season, first full season last year, and he's a talent. He's a he's a ball player. He's, yeah. He's Grew up in the halves. Massive talent, and he's only going to get bigger, be more of a forward, but still he's got those ball playing instincts. Um, Missing the opening rounds, but oh, I don't what? think that'll hold him back for the season. So did Tommy Turbo last year. That's so true. Doesn't he's, mean anything. Yeah, he's clearly in our best 13, mm. so that's no question. And yeah, that, that's a meteoric rise if he if he claims that. But I was thinking about second rowers and, you know, I feel like, yeah, we've lost a few of the kind of iconic big name second rowers over the last few years from retirement and stuff. Well, yeah. Crichton obviously... Is probably one of the big ones at the moment, but 
I just thought for this category, I want to see someone like like a Josh Schuster. It'll be huge. Come through. Um, obviously, I've gone for Crichton. I think he's going to step into Boycott in his shoes, be a real leader in that pack, 80 minutes every week. You think he'll be more of a leader than Victor Adley? <laughs> I, I, look, I, I'm not sure. The leader that, of the Roosters pack. Is, <laughs> I know. Victor. You think it's Victor. <laughs> I actually think it's Jared Rear-Hargreaves, okay. ultimately. Okay. But I think in terms of influence over the game, I think we'll see some of Angus's best footy. He's spent his time in the middle. He's, you know... Earned his, earned the respect at the Roosters. He came in as you know a hot prospect from the Rabbitohs, crosstown rivals, and he didn't just walk into the side. He had to earn it. He played off the bench for a bit. He played in the middle for a bit. Now he's locked down that second row spot, which has always been his preferred position and his best position. And I can just see him going to whole new levels this year. With the Roosters, obviously set up for a big year if they're. Blessed by the injury gods this year compared to last. And yeah, the other name that I was thinking of was David Fafida. Mm. And he seems to be the sort of one of the, the... I mean, he's still one of the biggest names in the in the league at the moment. But he finished the season on the bench. And yeah. maybe that was an intentional strategy. Maybe that was form. Maybe that was, you know, uh, something to do with his fitness and energy levels. We, we never really got an answer, but it just seemed to be the way that they were using him. I can't see. I, can't, I think a second row Dalian player of the year has got to be 80 minutes every yeah. week. Yeah, I agree. And David Feeder, if he's doing that, could easily be in this conversation, but that's why I've got Angus there. Cool. You've gone safe. <laughs> I have. I have. <laughs> All right. Prop. Prop. Three, two, one. Pain Christian has. Welch. Interesting. Interesting to you as well. <laughs> well, this this I've got Payne House to win it from Wooden Spoon side. Yeah, I just you just reckon. Well, what yeah, I reckon he's he going to be getting good. all the points for them True. if we're looking at the scoring system. How often are they going to win? Well, rarely. But <laughs> I just think if he's running two hundred meters every game, he gets offloads. He plays massive minutes. I just love him. I love him so much, and he's just going to be impressive every week. It's hard to see him putting in a bad performance. Mm. Like, what would he have to do? He'd have to drop the ball stone cold every time he touched it. Because yeah. the the times that he does get his hands on the ball, he always makes the most of it. He's attracting defenders. He's able to get offloads off. He always gets a quick play of the ball. He breaks the line. He offers everything. And the engine on him, it's unreal for a big man. So yeah, I reckon he's the best prop in the game. Playing in a struggling side. Yeah, nice. If he was in a top eight side, my God, the damage he would do. Mm. They just weren't defending their line for 40 out of 80 minutes. Yeah, so true. The fatigue wouldn't set in. But you've gone for Christian Welch. I've gone for Christian Welch. I think he is... He's overtaken the Bromwich boys as the, the Ford leaders at the Storm. Obviously, both the Bromwich boys are on their way out. Um, but Welch, he, he's just a... You know, he's not he's not the sort of forward that's just gonna that's just a battering ram. He's gonna take it up. I think he's a he's a very smart clinical dude. Um, <laughs> I like yeah. I like that in a prop, and I no, it's great. I just I just like him. He's a yeah, re- I, I think he's very underrated. I yeah. think his mentality and what he offers to the team is just as valuable as his physicality. He's an intense player. He always seems to play well in big games. You never see him have a poor performance. Is he the premier front rower in the comp, though? 
Uh, it's I a question yet to be well, answered. I think he. I think he's up there. I think he's up there. Yeah. So I'll say that. Good. I'll leave it there. Let's round out the team of the year with Hooker. All right. Three, two, one. Harry Reed Marnie. Yeah, right. Interesting. The two Queensland number nines That's true. fighting it it's out. a bit of a worry. Yeah, I just think Harry Grant is getting better and better each year. I think with Brandon Smith moving on next year, we're going to see more of him at lock, even though it's not his preferred position. But I just think they'll give Harry Grant that number nine jersey and, and let, he'll make the most of it. Mm. And yeah, I can't see him slowing down or his progression not developing at the rate it has been. Yeah, I think if anything, one of the reasons I didn't go for Grant or Smith is just because they're both there. And yeah. yes, it is looking more and more like Grant will be that number nine, Smith going into more of a lock role, still with that one-two punch. But yeah, Smith looking like more of a lock this year. Um, but yeah, Reid Marnie is just, he's just a hooker that's consistently impressed me over the last couple of years. And I think it's time he got his... He got his... Uh, 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 what's he the got word? attention. He got, got some respect for it. Yeah. And do you think then he'll be the Queensland hooker this year? Um, I'd still, I still reckon Harry Grant will yeah. be, but but he's there. He's close. He could be fourteen. Could be fourteen yeah, battling battling for that fourteen role with one, with punch. AJ Brimson with Ben Hunt. Yeah, fascinating one, isn't it? It's a fascinating one. Well, that is. It's going to be close. It's going to be close. again. There are lots of hookers that could really Corusau Cook. In the conversation yeah. as well, the New South Wales ones. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I think I'd say that Queensland has New South Wales covered at hooker. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That's the only place I'll give it to them. It's the only place, and even then, we got some good hookers. Oh like yeah, we Coruscant don't. We don't lose Cook, they're good. Um, well, let's go to an ad break. But after the break, we'll be chatting to all things uh, rookie, coach, captain, and the overall Dalian medalist. Join us after this. 
gone wow. <laughs> I forgot about the Dragons, young boys. I think so. I just think he's a shoo-in for that fullback spot. I thought no Cody Ramsey's been rotating there with him, but I just think mm. Sloan's a cut above at fullback, and I think Ramsey's equally valuable on the wing. So I think he'll lock down that position. Yeah, wow. We've seen in preseason how deadly these young guys are at the Dragons. I think he'll take on a real key role in their playmaking as well. Yeah. Um, ben Hunt, obviously, they're calling the shots, but yeah. Sloan's going to be getting a lot of good ball in those wide spaces, and he's a great decision maker. Mm. I see him having a real breakout year, and yeah, rookie of the year for mine. Nice. I've gone Lachlan Ilias. I... I, I can't argue with you, Dragons. Yeah, with, with Tyrrell Sloan, he looks so good. Um, I've gone Lachlan Ilias because I see him spending a bit of time at halfback for the Rabbitohs this year as they kind of figure out where Taft's best position is, where Latrell's best position is. I think he'll see a lot of first grade. Yeah. Um, and he looks like a talented prospect. Yeah, There's not sure. much more. It was hard for me to sort of is The, the other one I had in consideration was Toby Sexton up at the Titans. Oh, yeah. But if I, he... I he think played, he's played, he played a quite a few games last year. I'm not yeah. sure what the limit is or how. Yeah, I don't know how they work it out. Is it just the vibe? But <laughs> Someone's got the vibe of a rookie. I think so. They're in contention. Um, but I think if he's going to be playing halfback all year, he's in for a big one and he really, really impressed. But no, Sloan and Ilias, yeah, two good picks. Yeah. All right, well, let's go captain, do you all think? Right. Captain before coach? Captain. Um, Three, two, one. Daily James Tedesco. Cool. Well, I mean, that's our premiership picks. Yeah. The captain of the premiership winning sides. I've, yeah. We've, I've rambled on enough about DCE, what I expect from him and him rising up to the challenge this year and really putting together one of his best years. Yeah. For me, it's it's almost, for, ja- for Tedesco, I think if the Roosters are to be the minor premiers once again, or not once again, but if they make the minor premiers after the year they had last year, it'd almost be a reward for two years of work as captain for Tedesco to get a team. He was there all throughout last year That's playing with point, some young yeah. guys. And then to now this year, bring them up to a point of minor premiership. If my other prediction comes off as well, mm-hmm. then I think he'd be so deserving of that reward. Yeah, and I think he's honestly grown into one of the best leaders in the game. He has. Uh, since he's taken on that captaincy at the Roosters. Yeah. Um, I think he's Learned from Boyd Wales as well. Yeah. And the Australian side, is he captain them as well? I'm trying to think if he's Not captain sure the Australian yet, side yet. But he's certainly in the leadership mm. group amongst the very best it's players. It's been a while since Australia's really properly played any matches. That's true. Well, we don't have to get into that now. But No. Yeah. <laughs> our two premiership winning captains taking out captain of the year. It says it all. If our predictions come true. It says it all. All right. Coach of the year. Three, Three two, two, one. one. Des, Des Hasler. Hasler. You've got him too. I've got Des. I thought we were going to be on the same vibe. Our premiership winning coaches taking it out. I think uh, well, for me, Des is going to win the award because we're going to win the premiership. Yeah. The mad scientist. Genius. Fair. Fair. Your reasoning? I struggle to, I struggle, I do struggle sometimes to give it to Trent Robinson because I feel like he has such a great roster. And like, I feel like it's more about. Yeah, I don't know. I've gone to Tedesco as captain. Just more, it's more about that on-field inspiration to me at the Roosters that's going to get them to that minor premiership as opposed to any sort of coaching necessarily. Yeah. Obviously, he's a great coach, but I've gone Des. Just, just I, I just think he's a great coach. Like he's brought Manly back from a side that was not necessarily a top eight team. They're back to in our both our opinions to being a top four 
regular, I suppose. Yeah, I think what he's done well and continues to do well is Manly actually has a very tricky roster to manage in terms of DCE, the Trebojevic boys are on the big money. Mm. And if you're a coach who doesn't play to their strengths, it's it's tricky because they're just they are the core of the side and he's learned to get the best out of them. Mm. In saying that, that means that the money's pretty thin elsewhere. Like our yeah. back four is Saab, Harper, Parker, Garrick, who, you know, a year ago, many people weren't considering. Yeah, there's a time where their, none of those four would have been considered a definite first grade. No, and then you've got young guys like Olakawatu, Schuster, Paseka coming through, Lockie Croker in his transition to hooker. I mean, the way Dylan Walker has turned into a utility middle forward. He's just done a lot with the side in terms of what the salary cap has dictated to him to do. And obviously, all the coaches are trying to get the best out of their best players. Mm. But certainly last year and hopefully this year, he did that to a T. Yeah, said it so well. Now it's time for what we've all been waiting for. The The big one. The big one. The the top gong. gong. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The Dallium medalist for 2022. Who is it going to be? You have to assume, I guess, that we're each going to be picking someone that featured in our team of the year, one of the positional awards. Yep. So let's get this thing over with then. Three, Three, two, two, one. Tom Trebojevic. Yeah, you got Tommy. I just think he's going to go back to back. Cool. Like cool. I've, I, I could yeah, ramble yeah. on about how I adore him and how he's going to be the best player this year. I don't need to. You saw it last year. Mm. If he does the same thing again, he'll win it again. Yeah, I think it's Nathan Cleary's time. He's not yet. He's yet to win a Dalian medal. He's. I think it's his time. I think it'll be close. Tommy Turbo will be up there. Um, I just and it goes into what I was saying earlier about Panthers being a slightly weaker team this year. But I don't see Nathan Cleary being part of that drop in form. He's mm. a professional. He's just a gun. Um, and I think it's his, I think it's his, I think this is it's his, it's his turn this year. It, it just shows the, like, the, how screwed up the nature of the Dally M's is. That he can win the premiership last year, not win the Dally M. His team gets yeah. worse, they perform worse, and he suddenly more of a favourite to win the Dalliem as a result of that. Yeah, I mean, that's according to this podcast. Of course, but, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'm sure other footy fans yeah. are thinking the same, yeah. right? That yeah. he'll attract more points because if the side's performing or it has, you know, Matt Burton might be taking points from him, whatever. But in a year yeah, that they just won silly. the premiership, he should have, that should have been his year, right? Yeah, and now you're saying this is his year because it turns, he stands out even more. It The system turns what is very much a team sport into a very individual contest. That's right. Like, it doesn't really it doesn't really speak to how actual rugby league is played. I just little little <laughs> every now and idea. then they get it right. Last year Tommy Turbo was definitely the, the deserving man. For sure. Every now and then it works, but sometimes you end up with some weird choices in some positional awards, even even the Dalian medal. Yeah, I don't know why they do the three, two, one. Why they don't just rate everyone out of ten that yeah. plays the game and then add up the points. And because the they're lazy and they've got a panel of people who just want to, you know, just be able to pick the obvious choices. It should be down to the fans. It should be a fan vote. I'd love that. Well, maybe that will happen with our Tataga awards at the end of the year. That's it. We've got many ideas of what the Dalians 
aren't talking about, what they're not celebrating. We did it last year. It was a real highlight. We're always open to award ideas. Tommy was our Tatag Award winner he last was. year. So that shows that that year, because Tatag Award system's flawless. I mean, I mean, actually, we might make, uh, who knows how we'll do it this year. We'll figure it out <laughs> next week. Just an idea. But, but um, it, it, was, it was the same as the Dallium winner. So that shows that last year it ended up working out okay. It did. It did. <laughs> uh, but, you know, so much to look forward to now. Prediction That's week it. is over. And it's in over. fact, this episode has come out on Friday. So the season is underway. That's unbelievable. We've Manly reco- have we've just re- beaten Penrith. <laughs> <laughs> it was a 50 just, mil thrashing. Just so you know, we've recorded this early in the week. Um, so we don't know what the result of we don't even last know the night's team match was. We don't even know the team list yet. So who knows what's going to happen? You, you know, yeah. One of the people we just predicted might do an ACL in don't the first that. game. Don't say that. Nathan Cleary. Don't say <laughs> I hope there are no, no injuries no, this ho- year. It ruins the game. I know it's no part of it. Any it's team. a contact sport, but it would just be a Wouldn't better be contest if nobody got injured. That'd be what a world we'd live in. No one got COVID. <laughs> no one got got suspended. We were all no immortal. One, no one did. <laughs> <laughs> that is your dream world. You heard it here first. <laughs> no, the only people who are immortal, Harvey, yeah, Wally, Wally Lewis, Andrew Johns, um, and the others, Reg Gasney, <laughs> yeah, and the others. All right, well, that's it. Predictions week's over. Footy's on. It's literally, you're literally listening to this and the season has begun. How exciting. Good for you. I can't wait to join you in the future. That's it. Until next time. Bye-bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.